everyone, and welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. Uh, my name is Zach Webb, and with me, as always, is Marshall Brook. Hoo-hoo-hoo, that's me. That is you. Yeah, you got it right here, down on the piece of paper. It says, co-host, Marshall Brook. And that's me. Oh, no, I lost the paper. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do now, Marshall? Who? Oh, shit. That's me. <laughs> and that's him, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this is a music discovery and comedy podcast where each week Marshall and I take a select theme and we cater a playlist of music based around that theme. Uh, this week's theme is uh, Jason Statham's Big Vacation. Uh, Zach. Yeah. Uh, Oi. Zach, uh, I can't help but notice I don't think you pronounced that quite right. Oh, did I get that wrong? Yeah. Uh, Jason... Joyce and Stoytham is uh, from uh, across the pond, and so to do him respect, you have to say Joyce and Stoytham's Boyg Voicoishon. <laughs> you know, you just got to do it right. Respect yeah, to, for sure. Respect Obviously, yeah, I, res- I respect the man. We're making an episode about him, so it is uh, Joyce and Stoytham's Big Voicoishon. <laughs> Did I get that right? Close enough. All right. <laughs> Uh, but before we get to our main segment and our playlist, uh, which you can find in the description of this episode, uh, Marshall and I got some fun segments that we do before and after, and uh, I think we also got some viewer mail. It's going to be a great episode. It's going to uh, be a fun one. But before we get into that, let's uh, jump right into what we're drinking. Hey, Marshall, what do you, what do you, what do you got over there? What do you... Oh, I've got an oldie but a goodie. Yeah? One of them golden cans that they cover in white paint and then write the words Miller Light on. Oh, yeah. I've seen those around. Yeah, they're pretty cool. You usually can find them in uh, big boxes full of other similar cans. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've mostly found those there. Um, (laughs) What about you? Oh, I'm uh, I'm drinking the last of these uh, amazing beers that my brother David got me. Uh, It is uh, a Feisty Blonde uh, by (laughs) Hop Fusion Ale Works. Uh, it is a honey vanilla blonde, very honey up front, very vanilla in the back. You know what I'm Ooh, saying? Ooh, nice. Yeah. yeah, it's not bad, you know? A little sweet up front and a little of that, uh, just like baked goods flavor in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tastes you know, like gingerbread. I'm eating this. I'm going to fuck up some Girl Scout cookies after we record. <laughs> it's going to be a night. I thought you were just going to leave it at Girl Scouts. I thought you were going to go find some Girl Scouts to fucking fight. <laughs> I mean, if they if they don't get off my turf, then yeah. Yeah, well, that's fair. That's, that's fair. just how that is. Listen, uh, uh, Zach's in the cookie game, and we try not to talk about it because we don't want the yeah. ATF or DEA involved. Well, but, I was uh, born into the cookie game. Yeah, well, you know? I mean, your mom bakes, and it's yeah. like you, you. Sometimes that life chooses you. Yeah, you and know? I'm an enforcer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a crowbar in his hands right now, y'all. Yeah, it's, <laughs> and it's made of it's it's candy cane. <laughs> I'm scared. Anyway, so segments, Marshall. We do segments in this show. Uh, <laughs> this is actually a new segment, um, you know, uh, uh, one that I pitched and kind of already regret at this point. Uh, it is called the porn identity. The uh, porn identity. Yeah. So, uh, Marshall, uh, one thing I did discover, Jason Statham hasn't been in a whole lot of movies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I was yeah. thinking he was going to be like somebody where I'm like, oh, this dude's in everything. No, he's just the dude in those Jason Statham movies. Right, right, yeah. In every Jason Statham movie, he's the guy. Yeah, he's just the mechanic, or he's Parker. Or uh, yeah, yeah, and in and then in The Expendables, he's Jason Statham. He's Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Yeah, so uh, I had an idea where I would uh, I would uh, look up all the the porn parodies of his movies, and I'm gonna I, I'm gonna give you the the regular name of the movie, and you're mm-hmm. gonna have to guess 
what the porn parody name is. And you were able to find porn parodies for all of these movies. Yes. So, like, did you, did you like, browse the websites? Uh, no. So, I mean, I just kind of, uh, you know, did a little Google searching, you know. Yeah. And no, then, dude. Uh, Bing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, <laughs> Bing doesn't filter porn. You literally Google searched it? Yeah. Well, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't come unless it's Bing. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. No, Crosby? So, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I need some crooning in my ear. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no. So, so I, I, I mean, here's the thing. I, it was one of those things where I didn't want to stare into the void too long. Yeah, you know, right, uh, right. I would, I would look up. You know, I would type in porn parody, and then I would just, you know, Google image search. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I could see the box art. Right, right, know? right. No, that's the safe. That's that's truly the correct choice here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I, I, you know, I'm a very busy man. You know, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't just sit down and watch well, all these. Well, I mean, you're you, you're spending all your time jerking off to the porno you want to watch. Exactly. So yeah. what, are you, what are you supposed to do with all of this porno that you're having to look up for this show that you for, do? Yeah, for research. Like, <sighs> not even for pleasure. You know, God. it was work. I'm not going to lie. Work. It was work. <laughs> it was work. <laughs> <laughs> you went to your job and sat at your desk and punched in. And then instead of doing that work, you did yeah. this work. Yeah, of course. Don't. You know, because I'm, <laughs> I'm a hardworking citizen of this the United States. And, oh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I didn't do it at my desk, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, there's parking lots for a reason. Um, but, yeah, so so I found all these different uh, 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 porn parodies. But but let's let's just launch into this, buddy. Yeah. Uh, what do you think the transporter porn parody is called? Transporter porn parody. Yeah. The, 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 uh, uh, Trim Porter, where he meets a porter who's real fucking cut. Yeah. And that guy bangs a bunch of chicks. Wow. That's way better. Because <laughs> yeah, what it is is sex transporter. <laughs> And this is what? this is a gay porn. You can't uh, use you can't use the name of the, the the word in its definition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just sex transporter. <laughs> okay, with the synopsis, if you have one. Oh no, I don't have a synopsis. <laughs> it's just dudes fucking. I don't know, if, Marshall. Have you ever seen porn? <laughs> I've taken a gander. <laughs> yeah. Because like, here's the thing. I thought this was gonna be way more creative than it was. <laughs> And it just turns out these people just want to watch people fuck. What do porters do? I know it's a profession. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Cool. I imagine something with the C, maybe. Hey, uh, earbuds, send us an email, eardruck at gmail.com. Let us know what a porter is so we can tell what kind of porno I just made. Yeah, and if, <laughs> and if you see any of these, um, uh, uh, you know, great classic uh, porn parodies, just hit us up. You know, let yes. us know if they're any good. Send Zach links. <laughs> no, I found them. <laughs> I did research. Uh, all right, next one is uh, for the movie Crank. Mm. Uh I think that one's just called Crankin' with an apostrophe. See, that would have been better, too. This one's just <laughs> called... this one called Sex Crank? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, been better. This one's just called Crank XXX. They could have done Cranks. Yeah. But it's specifically Crank space XXX. So I think in this one, I think in this one, is he's the a triple blind, X yeah, porn parody. I think six X's. 
in this one, it's like kind of a weird, dark superhero movie version of yeah. uh, it's like Crank and Triple X had a baby and, yeah. uh, and, and and that baby grew up and fucked, I guess, because it's a porno. Vin Statham. Yeah, Jason Diesel. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Jason Diesel. I'm gonna Bing search later. Yeah, <laughs> like in Sex Transporter. <laughs> What you got next? What right, you got all right, next? All right, all right, all right. A historic, uh, historic franchise on this one. Uh, Marshall, Fast and the Furious. What do you, what do you think? The, the. I think it's uh, 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 the fast, the fast fucking. Man, that's close. <laughs> the fast uh, fucking ten. So there, yeah, there have been multiple ones. So <laughs> there, there are multiple Fast and the Furious uh, porn Pornos? parodies. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Right, right, right. Uh, and yeah, I've seen them. The best one that I found uh, was called uh, "The Fuck and the Furious." Ah, the Fuck and the Furious. Now there are uh, other contenders were "Fuck Me Fast and Furious." I, oh, that one's actually that one's actually not bad. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, compared to Sex Transporter, yeah, um, like the bar's low. <laughs> the Wait, bar is very low. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, and then, uh, uh, but yeah, you know, and then there was just like uh, this is not uh, Fast and the Furious. Uh, here was, was a, that was the name of it. This yeah. is not the Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Were they just avoiding copyright? No, they like uh, <laughs> was uh, that like dumb Starbucks? It's it, it kind of is in a way. I've noticed that, like through my research, this vi- vigorous research that I did. Uh, <laughs> he did a jerk off motion when he did that, y'all. <laughs> uh, uh, but when I did this research, a lot of the porn parodies are called "This Isn't" and then the name of the intellectual property that they're using. So it's like <laughs> this isn't the monsters. <laughs> I'm sorry to unbutton my shirt a little bit during the porno section of the show. Yeah, it's, it's just, just hot in hot. here. Yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure. It's <laughs> I mean, it's a hot episode. They I'm know put it. my hair up too. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, one thing that was very weird. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was because you know it's just related images. You know, there was one. Oh, no. There was one for. Uh, there was another uh, gay porno for uh, Squid Game, just called Fuck Pig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming uh, the cover was one of the guys in the red jumpsuits. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because it's and, fuck pig. Yeah, and then a, 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 an attractive. You're acting like I haven't yeah. seen fuck pig. An attractive man caressing the the dude in the jumpsuit's face. Fuck pig's one of my favorites, dude. Yeah, yeah, it kind of did big numbers on Netflix. Um, but yeah, last one I got for you, uh, okay. Marshall. Um, uh, uh, the Italian job. Um, so that's oh, there's so many different jobs that this could be. Right. Um, I'm gonna say the all-in-one job. Oh, man, that would have been so much better. It's the sex Italian job. Are you serious? Yeah. Not the blow job. Yeah. Not the hand job. Yeah. No. They, they, n- no creativity. It's funnier just because I'm like, all, all these, like, at least, like, some of the gay pornos actually have a little bit more creative spin on them. Yeah, yeah. They're, the rest of these are just sex or fuck or... Man, I'm just so disappointed in that right? one. I'm really yeah. I was thinking I, when when I pitched this bit to you, I was like, oh man, there's gonna be you so thought it was many... gonna be like uh, in Zach and Miri make a porno when they're coming up with porno like names. Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. And I was just kind of let down by the porn industry. Huh. Yeah. Well, anyways, Marshall. Uh, <laughs> Once again, porn has let us down. Um, as always. As always. You know? uh, just like every other time that I'm done uh, being involved with porn, I'm left uh, a little sticky and disappointed. <laughs>
because it's warm in here. I'm sweating a yeah, little bit. Yeah, no, yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird that you got sweaty after I mentioned fuck pig. I've seen fuck pig. I have not seen fuck pig. That was the saddest admission I've ever had to make on this podcast. That was worse than admitting my asshole got bit by ants. Um, well, Marshall, with all this porn out of the way, you ready to talk about uh, Jason Statham's big vacation? Uh, but before we launch into our main segment, Marshall, could you let the people at home know how this segment goes? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right now? Yeah, right now. Oh, okay, yeah. So uh, uh, next up, we've got our main segment. And we do our main segment the exact same way every week. Uh, no variation because we know that the key to a good podcast is consistency. We've been taking um, some online courses from these guys who make millions and millions of dollars. Uh, we've, we found their ads on, on YouTube and uh-huh. they uh, have all of these Ferraris in their garage. It's so sick. Yeah, um, but they're more impressed by the books they have. Yeah, oh God, they've got so many books on so the bookshelves behind yeah. their Ferraris in their garage. Um, yeah. And it's, I don't it's even just, think they've seen Sex Transporter. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so cool and I can't wait to be one of them. And that's why we do it the same way every week. Which is, I'm going to say, all five of my songs in my playlist, mm. weaving a small narrative as I do it, and then I'm going to pick up the I'm Allowed to Speak ball, and I'm going to underhand pass it to Zach, mm-hmm. and then he will list all five of his songs uh, and tell us about Jason Ta- Joyce and Stoytham's Boy Vacation. <laughs> um, uh, and, and yeah, it's going to be a great time. Yeah, I feel bad for whatever bot has to transcribe this episode. <laughs> but Marshall, let, uh, uh, Marshall, where's where's my man Jason Statham? Where's he going? Where's he going on his big bike? Hi, so before recording this episode, <laughs> Zach and I had a quick conversation regarding what are the things that Jason Statham values. Oh yeah, and there were some obvious choices. Mm-hmm. We said cars. knives, cars, yeah. leather jackets. Uh, but really, those are the things that his character likes. You know, what does the man, Jason Statham, desire? Oh, that's a good point. Does he enjoy, like, a good straight razor to the dome, getting his head all nice and bald and shiny? Or, or maybe? That, oh. oh, I was like, or is that his character? <laughs> or is it just, uh, you know, one of the, the small things, a cherry on top of his ice cream sundae? Yeah. Maybe it's a kiss on the forehead by a stronger, more muscular man. <laughs> <laughs> This is the sort of radical dive I took into this man's psyche before putting together his big trip. Nice. So uh, let's take a step into his skin suit. Yeah. And let's wear his flesh mask. And for a second, let's just walk a mile in Jason Statham's shoes. All right. I'll I'll zip it up here real quick. Get ready to be the main act. There's a lot of blood in here, Marshall. We We didn't vacuum out the blood in the skin suit. In Jason Statham's most popular movie of all time. Yeah. Jason Statham's, uh, Joyce and Statham's boy boy question. <laughs> that was quite the preamble. Yeah. I hope I don't disappoint. So this movie starts with Joyce and Statham on a plane. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, uh, playing the character Jason Statham. Yeah. He's going on vacation. <laughs> and in his hands, he's got a travel brochure. To Cabo San Lucas, baby. He's hey. going to the beach in Mexico. Hey, hey. And he's geared up for a week at the beach. He's wearing his Hawaiian shirt. He's got his sunglasses on. He's got the biggest, floppiest bucket hat you have ever seen. Hell yeah, my man's getting it. And right as the plane starts to descend down towards the tarmac, Mexican radio by Wall of Voodoo starts playing. Oh, hell yeah. Never use it. I hear the talk. 
Man, I really love this song. Uh, uh, it's like a, a, a late 70s, like early 80s kind of alt rock hit. Um, yeah. It was really popular, got radio play. Uh, it's just very weird and very niche. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one thing I kind of just now realized listening to it, I didn't realize I have heard the the Mexican radio like chorus, uh-huh. but I have not really heard the uh, like the entirety of the song. You yeah. Know? So I was like, oh, there's a lot of like synth and like beep boopiness to yeah. this. And then it's like a synth that also kind of plays into the sound of like an accordion yep. in like mariachi music and stuff Absolutely, like that and yeah. I was like oh like you know thematically that's like a really cool thing to pull off you know? yeah no and it's it's the thing that I love is that they have that synth that's like a very high pitched like you said very accordion sounding it very yeah. much feels like the kind of Tejano kind of music mm-hmm. they've got a guitar that during a lot of the verses does a very like a uh, we talked about it in other songs where there's like a single guitar that's just doing like a very kind of country-ish. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote down here uh, it, it, a guitar riff that sounds like uh, riding a horse in the desert. Yeah. Um, you know? Um, and it's got all of that tippy-tappy percussion and stuff mm-hmm. with it, too. Um, and I also just have a lot of nostalgia with this song. Uh, oh, yeah? My dad really loves this song. Really? And I remember, like, uh, uh, when we would go back to Mexico in the summertime to, like, visit family or something, mm. and I had my little MP3 player that would hold, like, 45 songs. Yeah. Um, and we'd, like, be in the the desert of northern Mexico, I think, like, the Chihuahua Desert. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would just be listening to this song, watching, like, the desert go past. Um, <laughs> so to me, it's just very evocative. It's like, oh, you're going to Mexico? Oh, yeah, Mexican radio's coming on, baby. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, 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 let's get back to the story, though. Oh, yeah. Let me. What, what's Jason doing? So back to Jason. His plane lands on the tarmac and has as he exits into the bright daylight, we see a whole crowd awaiting him. Mm-hmm. They're holding signs such as Bienvenido, superstar Jason Statham and welcome, Jason. A Mexico. <laughs> Slightly exasperated by his sheer star power, he smiles and waves at the crowd as he disembarks. He approaches his private car and a man in a suit walks up to him. He's wearing a name tag that says, El Town Mayor. <laughs> After a brief introduction, the mayor informs Jason that there is a banquet in his honor tonight and they'd be honored to host him. Where at? I'm not going to do a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> Where at, he asks. (laughs) Why, at the town's premier cantina, of course. Mm -hmm. It's easy to find. It's called The Movie Blitz, starring Jason Statham, Cantina. Jason knows it would be rude to decline and agrees to go after he unpacks his things. Yeah. Because he's a nice guy. Because he's a nice guy. He's a normal dude. Yeah, and if he listened to this episode, he'd think it's funny, right, Jason? (laughs) Oi, bruv. Oi, bruv, you think this is... (laughs) We're having a bit of a laugh, eh? I thought a lot about that today. I was like, what if Jason Statham hears this? And I was like, nah, Jason Statham won't hear this. He's too busy. Expendables 4 is coming out this year, dude. Yeah, he's he has no time. Um, after leaving things in his hotel room, uh, Jason is able to uh, find the cantina and the party being thrown in his honor. Ah. The festivities are in full swing, with the mariachi bands dueling to the death in a live bullfight behind the bar. Jason, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, cantina stuff. Yeah, geez, geez. <laughs> uh, Jason quietly finds a seat at the bar, and as he goes to order, the barkeep instantly recognizes him. You're Joyce and Stoitham, the most famous actor alive. Please, oh please, can you do a show for us? Statham slowly exhales and then points at the piano player. <laughs> the piano player begins performing British Pint of Beer by the Three Fivers. Oh. Oh, Barman, 
barman, please serve me a British pint of beer. I have supped my way right round the world and nothing can compare. I imagine that when he's singing this song, uh, he just looks like the most British little nine-year-old boy possible. Yeah, no, with short I, I, pants and a tiny cap. As you played, <laughs> as you played the song, I pictured him singing with that voice. Yeah, right. Amazing. Wow, what a pull! What a pull! Keep uh, going. A uh, one monthly play, less than a thousand total plays. <laughs> I don't know if the one monthly listener is me or not because I don't know how their algorithm works. Marshall, Marshall, you know, I'm just going to let you know when you dive that deep, you got to come back up slowly because you're going to get the bends, my dude. (laughs) That one's deep. Um, I don't know much about this kind of music, but it strikes me as just kind of like a classic British drinking tune or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They love love that shit over there. Everyone gets drunk, sings the song together. Um, there's this part, we didn't quite get to it, what we played here, but there's this part where it gets really like kind of oompa-y. It's really like, oonka, oonka. And uh, I can play another clip if you want, Zach. Do you want to- Play the oompa part. I'm just going to skip ahead and... Yeah. When I reach the shores of Britain my favorite part of the song is when it gets into that oompa part, and there's that, just that cymbal crashing in the background. Yeah, oompa, oompa, oompa. <laughs> um, I love that. I thought it was so. This was the song that I skipped you the most. Limeys, you know, this was the song I skipped the most when I was listening to my playlist today at work. Uh, but I listened to, to it through and through like over ten times today. So oh, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's kind of like uh, our going rule of this show. I'm not gonna play a song that I do not listen to start uh, or like you know I'm not gonna pick a song that I uh, do not play start to finish. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, anything that's on these playlists, we have listened to more times than you're gonna have to put up with listening to our playlists once. Yep. <laughs> In the description of the podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I really love those clinking cymbals. And then uh, as, as Statham is performing this song and dance, the whole bar erupts into laughter and dancing. Yay. Jason's keen combat sense, however, makes him keenly aware of a completely quiet table over in the corner. Oh, no. As he registers that something is off with that group, they flip their table as they stand up. Half of them pull out machetes with bayonets attached on the end. Oh, fuck. The other half have guns with guns attached on the end. Jesus Christ, there's so many guns. What is this, America? (laughs) Kidnap by Chinese Mafia starts to play. Okay, so uh, first impression I want to say on this song, uh, I think the beat is trash up until the chimes come in in the chorus. So I skipped it at the very start. At the very start, it comes in with those chimes. So I was hooked from the get-go. Yeah, yeah, um, Because it starts with that. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, no, the, the, the main beat is pretty trash uh, yeah. during the verses. Well, uh, well, what I will say, and obviously, uh, I do not speak the language, so I don't know exactly what they're rapping, yeah. but uh, honestly, solid stuff. Like I, yeah. I was like, I like their flow. They're very aggressive. They're very yeah. aggressive. And I like that. Um, I really love when they just go kidnap, kidnap, yeah. kidnap. <laughs> In the chorus. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, uh, I think it was, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, like, and I've heard this with other rappers that I like, I might not like the beat, but I still like the song, you know? Right, where right. it's like, oh no, you brought enough to it to like really make this something interesting to listen to. And I listened to some of their other stuff, and I got kind of a similar vibe. Unfortunately, I yeah. didn't love a ton of their beats. I mean, to be fair, they're they're late '90s, early 2000s, so sure. they're working with like a much simpler palette. Um, yeah. You know, they're 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 earlier into sampling and things like that. Yeah, sure. Um, um, but it's it's one of those things where I was like, I really like how aggressive they are in this song, though. I really like their flow. Um, yeah. I don't understand any of what they're saying. Right. Um, I understood about three or four words throughout. So I understood yeah. kidnap. Yeah. Um, and then also, this is a Filipino group. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of imperialism, I understood several Spanish words as well. Right. <laughs> you know, um, it's kind of interesting. I looked them up a little bit because I thought I thought it was kind of an interesting pool. Um, mm-hmm. So they have like uh, two of their MCs have Chinese descent. One of the guys is full on Filipino, but they're like a Philippines based rap group. Nice. Um, and they apparently do a lot of rapping about like um, um, like social issues and just being I guess I mean, I say social issues. This one's about social issues. Yeah. Uh, they also have several songs just about like being a gangster in the philippines um sure i mean um, but that's socially they have to do that you can't be a gangster alone (laughs) right so like this one i guess is about how it's dangerous to like have money in the philippines because apparently kidnapping at least at that point in time i don't know about currently was a very significant serious issue yeah yeah yeah. so this this, that's what this was addressing um um but but like if you like their flow and stuff check out their other stuff because their flow is pretty consistent as are the quality of their beats So these guys flip the table as they stand up. Fuck, and they got the machetes with guns on them. Half of them got their knife knives. The other half have their their gun guns. Yeah. Oh, man. Fuck, man. Uh, They fire a couple of shots in the air. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of the guys push people out of the way and they make a beeline across the, the, the room towards the mayor. Jeez. They grab him by his suspenders and kind of throw him up in the air over one of their shoulders. Yeah. And then they just dip. Fuck. Um, they've taken the mayor. No. The rap music stops playing. No. The room is dead quiet. Yeah. Until a woman shrieks. And then chaos ensues. Everyone's shuffling around trying to get to the exit. They're shouting the names of their loved ones. They have no mayor. They they don't know what to do. Exactly. Yeah, of course. And slowly, one by one, all the eyes in the room land on Jason Statham. Of course. How could they not? You know, he's just a gorgeous man, you know. He's just, I mean, he's... He's here to be eye candy, right? Yeah, for sure. That's why they put him in the movies. And all of you who are currently in his skin suit residing in it, you're the handsome one. Yeah. One by one, the townsfolk drop to a knee facing him until only one person is left standing. She's a blindfolded woman in ancient Greek garb. Whoa. Your time has come, Jason. You must save El Mayor of Town. <laughs> Everyone gasps as she turns to leave, for the folks have not heard the Oracle speak in a decade. <laughs> I love this town. I love this town so much. Jason stands up and places his closed fist over his heart. Yeah. Solemnly, he says, Fuck yeah. <laughs> I love that dialogue. <laughs> Who did this? (laughs) 
who directed this? Hey, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> so then there's a smash cut. Yeah. And uh, a Mexican radio by Vanilla Muffins plays. I hear the rhythm of the music. I find a brother can never use it. I hear the talking of the DJ. Can't understand just what does he say? I'm on a Mexican radio. I'm on a Mexican whoa, whoa, radio. First of all, I just want to say, Marshall, you putting the same song. Yes. By two different artists. Yes. Genius. Because <laughs> it's such a it's such a good cover because it is a it is similar in the I mean, it is the composition of the song, you know, uh-huh. but it is played at a completely different level of intensity, yep. which I, I think really encapsulates the moment in which you're trying to uh, yep. uh, you know, prove with your narrative. I just, uh, bravo. Thank you. Well, thank done. you. Yeah, thank you. I was, I was kind of nervous about doing it. Yeah. But when I was writing this part, I was like, oh, no, this execution's really good. Yeah. No, uh, no, no, no. And it's it's a fucking great cover. I mean, when, uh, when I stumbled onto this cover of the song, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I instantly knew that I was going to use it to come back into an action sequence. Yeah. <laughs> like, like literally it was like, I heard it and I was like, oh shit. Okay, cool. We're doing this. This is yeah. like, it's like, this is a callback. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like, we saw him enjoying this song on the plane, but now, now he's badass and getting strapped. Yeah. I really do love this cover though, because it's like the driving eighth notes, the yell singing, just like all of it together just makes it a really solid solid punk track dude oh yeah for sure it's a great punk song yeah. um and and just like out the gates it just it just it just i don't know i got so hyped i was so ready for this next section of the story so let me stop stalling and tell y'all about it <laughs> <laughs> um so as the song starts playing uh we get a montage of jason statham going and opening up all of his luggage in his uh hotel room revealing that it's all full of weapons mm-hmm. uh his backpack his carry-on uh his 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 two checked bags they're all just full of weapons weapons yeah um uh well <laughs> weapons in his game boy i mean he was on a plane <laughs> um, and then lastly we get a close-up of his face and he just like pulls a naruto headband over his forehead oh fuck what village <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i didn't watch that show <laughs> i'm not a fucking nerd um <laughs> he sprints out of the hotel with Marshall, his arms it was, it was it was sand you were sand. looking for the the sand, sand village <laughs> The Thank Sand Village, Zach. Yeah, they, they, wow. <laughs> wow, you've done your research. Uh, he sprints out of the hotel with his arms jutting out behind him. He leaves a trail of dust as the, uh, as the, the, the doors to the establishment kind of sway in the trail of wind he left. He sniffs the air, tracking the kidnappers by their scent. He locks down on it and veers down an alleyway. He's at an this attack po- dog. At this point, you're right, because yeah. he drops to all fours. Oh, And uh, still maintaining his dead sprint. Oh, and fuck. And then he jumps up off the roof of a car and just crests over a wall. And as he gets over the top of the wall, we look down in slow motion, and we're able to see two of the bad guys from the bar sitting there smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they were doing. Until oh. Jason Stoitham fucking landed and then just like punched them a whole bunch of times, dude. I just gotta say, if I'm this like gangster and I see Jason Statham <laughs> running on all fours and then jumping over a car and then jumping over a wall, <laughs> fuck it, I quit. You yeah. know, like I, I don't give a fuck who you are. That is <laughs> that is horrifying. That is like some Ari Aster fucking hereditary <laughs> shit right there. That is 
That is scary, dude. So that is a horrifying image you just put in my brain hole, man. So he punches both, both of these guys a whole bunch of times. No, right? Yeah, of course. He's Jason um, Tatham. And then he, he leans down and picks up one of their cigarettes and just starts smoking it. <laughs> um, as he as he as he takes his big drag and exhales using one hand he just pushes down the door uh, the wall into the main building fuck uh, from the courtyard yeah um inside there's 12 gunmen uh mm-hmm. or gun gunmen sorry they all have guns on their guns yeah, yeah. Uh, there's 12 gun gunmen standing in a circle they all turn and look at him he immediately wall runs the entire perimeter of the room twice. Like in the Matrix? <laughs> yeah. Um, and the whole time, these guys are unloading their gun guns at him. <laughs> and he's just sprinting yeah. on the walls. Um, and then he he lands in like a power stance in the middle of the circle. And one by one, the 12 guys all drop dead because they shot each other while he was running around the outside of the room. Ah, uh, see, Jason Statham, he's smart. He's smart, you he's know. smart, yeah. And then uh, uh, he kind of like, uh, exhales and stomps out his cigarette and he looks around and he sees there's a big golden door. So he pushes the big golden door open and inside there's the big bad guy boss and he's got El Mayor of the town. But- so Jason Statham pulls back his jacket to reveal every single gun that he brought with him on that plane and he shoots all of them at that guy at once, including a bazooka. Jeez. All at once. Bah, 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 just, just like 60 guns. Jeez. I I, I mean, with, with you just, I, I have a question. So he's shooting them all at once. Is yeah. there just like a string mechanism that he's using to like. No, he's using off. his fingers to pull the triggers. Wow, he's that fast, huh? No, no, he's got a lot of hands, man. Ah. <laughs> well, not even, he's got a lot of fingers. <laughs> That's fair. He's like an AI. <laughs> an AI painting. He's an AI painting. <laughs> uh, but he shoots him with all of the guns at once that he had in his suitcase. Yeah. And then uh, Jason throws the mare on his back and drops back down onto all fours and just runs out of the building. Jeez. Fade to black. Fuck. <laughs> My next song is Taco Farts by Mr. Farts. Bro, what? <laughs> They smell like cheesy feet and taco taco far. Okay. You had enough? Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. All right. All right, guy. All right, dude. Uh, my co host, Marshall Brooke, who yeah. brings this to me. Uh, yeah. You know, these guys are funny. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie, dude. I, I, I clicked on it like jokingly when I saw the title. Um, this guy makes, like, quality music. He's just choosing to do farts. I was just about to say, what's weird about it... He makes quality music, bro. The composition of the the song is very good. The singing was great. The, uh, I mean, the lyrics leave you wanting a little bit, but, you know... My my whole thing, this sounds like a joke song that is in something else, but it has a high production value in that show. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, this is a South Park-level fucking, like, bit. So, Mr. Mr. Farts has like 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 so much music out. 
yeah, and it's it, all it, like this. Is all farts? So, uh, uh, actually, Wait, I, I wrote question. down. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, now, is it all this genre yes. specific? I, it's all released under the name Mr. Farts. No, no, no. no. I'm, uh, I understand that. But uh, what I'm asking is, does he only. All of the ones that I have listened to have been some sort of Latin fusion. Okay, gotcha. Because I was about to say, is he like, I'm Mr. Farts. Here is like a Smith song that. I don't has know. A I haven't dug that deep. Yeah, so, sure, sure, so, sure. So, uh, I listened to. Uh, two or three other songs. Yeah. Uh, one of them actually I thought was really nice. Yeah. Um, it's called Regaton Farts. <laughs> um, he he has a line in there that I just really loved that I wanted. It's called, it says, uh, El Gran Pedo, giving you the gas. Uh, El Gran Pedo is Spanish for like the big fart. <laughs> the big fart giving you the gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the music is gas, bro. It's good. It's good. <laughs> that is... God, what a, I mean, when I found it, I, I was so I'm impressed. All you know? day, I was very uh, uh, conflicted on bringing this one to the table. Sure, sure, um, sure, um, sure. And sure. and finally, during the I had a I had a sixth song that I had as like a swap for it. Yeah. And and during the write up, I was like, no, this is like a fine song. It's just about farts, and there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the farts would also honestly make it so apropos for how I've written out this film. Yeah. So uh, when this song plays, we see Jason uh, with like a kind of a close up on his face. Mm-hmm. Um, and the beach is behind him and he's drinking a pina colada. And then the camera starts to pan out. Mm-hmm. And what do we see? Oh, it's the mayor. Oh, and the bad guy boss, but he's covered in bandages. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and they're each cleaning to one, clinging to one of his legs like a chick in one of those barbarian movie posters. Oh, dope. Yeah, cool. All right. It's he's, like he's he, like this is something you pay on the side of a van. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He fucking won. Yeah. Um, he sips his drink. He stops for a sec. Exhales. Looks dead into the camera, and credits roll. And he doesn't blink the whole time. <laughs> And that's it. That's my take on Joyce and Stoitham's Big Voicoise. I love it. I love it so much, buddy. I, I, a great job, Marshall. I, Thank you. I, mean, I had a lot of fun with that one. Marshall, you had so many things in there. You had uh, a song, not once, but twice, but two very different versions. And then you ended it with farts. And it worked. And it worked. <laughs> Bravo! Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad to do this show with you, buddy. That's that, you brought some heat. I brought some heat to I this brought episode. That gas. You brought that gas. <laughs> All right, Zach, what do you got for us today? What, what? you got in your tube shoot? <laughs> your tube shoot. Ugh. <laughs> Marshall, um, you know yes. uh, Jason Statham. Yeah. Right. He needs to go on a big vacation. Yeah, right. guy's tired. Guy's tired, right? Uh, so uh, the way I kind of approached this playlist is I, I took a specific area that I thought it would be cool for Jason Statham to go to. Yeah. And then after the first song, I kind of like tried to make sure I grabbed like a little bit of like that culture's music, you know? Yeah. So I listened to a lot of like very interesting music and all this other stuff. Uh, but let me just launch into it. Let yeah. me just let you know where Jason Statham's at. All right, all right, all right, all right, brovna. All right. <laughs> so Jason Statham, he's like sitting in his like agent's office, right? And he's reading the script for Transporter 4. Transporter. <laughs> hey, it's better than Sex Transporter. It's way better than Sex Transporter. <laughs> it's way better than Sex Transporter, right? Way better than that. So, like, he's reading the script, 
and he just kind of sighs and he just like kind of throws it right back at his agent and he's like man i'm just so sick of doing action like i don't i i I just like i'm more than this i'm an actor you know and i and i feel like i all you've been giving me is just action movie after action movie and and i i want to do something different right just to be clear yeah, uh, his, his incredibly uh, uh, defined muscles all like wriggled and throbbed when he like threw the papers on the table like, oh, very yeah. distinctly, like an action figure's yeah. uh, muscles would, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and he's cool. just like he's just like all it is is action, right? <laughs> and his agent starts freaking out a little bit because he's like, "Yo, J Man, like, uh, come on, buddy, like, play ball. This is transporter. This is gonna be so much money." And he's just like, I don't know. I'm just so tired. Uh, you know, he's like, I'm not going to do the accent either. Uh, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's tempting until you're the guy on the mic, right? Oh, 100 uh, percent. But yeah, no, he's just like, I, like, no, I don't. I, I, I just I just I feel like I'm just caught in a rut. And he's just like, well, you need to take a vacation. You know, like yeah. you need to go somewhere. You need to go somewhere. Not not just to go somewhere, but to chill, to relax. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, well, where's somewhere you'd all, uh, always want to go? And that's when it's a smash cut into my first song, uh, which is called Japan by Henson and Bearded Legend. We're playing this off of my Spotify. Yeah. Um, and I just liked the song in the middle of that. Cause this is dope, dude. <laughs> yeah. This is dope as fuck, yeah. dude. This is so cool. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think I I think I showed you the song uh, like a like I, w- I would say a month back. I got into this genre of music that is called uh, funk, which is like a, it's it's honk with a p in front of it, uh, and it is songs that you would kind of hear in like drifting and like sort of like race uh, uh, centric music. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it has a very distinct synth sound. Uh, that uh, that kind uh, of haunting one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like uh, it's a very striking like synth sound. Uh, and instead of them uh, doing a different sort of uh, 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 like note, they pitch shift it to be a different note. And it's mm. a very distinct like sort of style to That's it. That's why it sounds kind of ghostly. That's yeah, why like, exactly. haunting came to mind because it's, yeah. it's 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 not it's 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 less precise mm-hmm. so you're getting a lot of uh like half steps probably or like like you're just you're just not getting the full note necessarily exactly um and it results in it's it's also fun like i have a little keyboard and it's so fun like wiggling those things like like you pitch shift to a note and it's like and it's like not static right? yeah um, yeah so i don't know that's 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 cool yeah yeah but uh, i love the song uh one thing i do love about it specifically is uh the bearded legend is the rapper on the song mm-hmm. i looked him up and he classifies himself as alternative rap and other stuff like that and I wouldn't classify him as death rap because I listened to a couple of other, other yeah. songs but he has that quality that high pitch quality he's got the uh, vocal like, he's got the vocal tone yeah. but but the reason because I, I have a, I have a wishy-washy relationship with death rap yeah um, but what I really loved about this one was was the intensity of his vocals over yeah. the very chill haunting beat exactly the 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 beat itself takes like a very classic sort of like uh, uh, wind sound from like Japanese music mm-hmm. and also just that um, sort of I, I don't know exactly the instrument but uh, mm-hmm. uh, but then because that is so chill the bass can really <sighs> come through you know and and 
and then not only that, but because the rapper only raps in that high pitched tone, there's no separation. Because I feel like mm-hmm. with death rap, there's a lot of things where it's like like Ghost Mane. Yeah, Ghost Mane will rap super high pitch, and then who will do that like gruff screaming sort of like yeah. voice, like to kind of like have a weird like balance with it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But because this song already has that bass and other stuff like that, like it, it, it he just, doesn't drop out of that high register. He exactly. Lets, he lets his voice be what's taking that part, that frequency range in mm-hmm. the song and everything else is able to fill the rest of the space. It, exactly. Yeah. It's just so cohesive, you mm-hmm. know? And so, uh, my, my initial idea is Jason Statham is going through the airport while this song is playing. So we smash cut to like, Oh, where, where would you like to go? And it's just him on an escalator and it just says Japan, you know, Japan, as this yeah, fucking fuck yeah. song is playing and he's going through all like the routine things that you would do in an airport, you yeah. know, like he's grabbing his luggage so all, all all while this song's fucking playing you know like it's just going so intense and it kind of undercuts like the things he's actually doing which kind of adds like comedy to it uh but yeah jason statham he's in japan right now as he's getting ready to get picked up from the airport there's somebody else at this airport right and it leads like vibe wise mm-hmm. as as i was researching this music and and really i had this idea uh, uh and, and it perfectly fits with this next song which is called uh folks before i say this next song we are entering the territory that i like to call zach's uncultured and so i'm gonna say a bunch of japanese things of the next like hat or like you know next 20 minutes and i'm gonna get it wrong you he's know doing his best folks he I'm, put a lot of effort into this he was I, talking to me about it he put a lot of effort into trying to get this right y'all. but and if i fuck up it's also google translates uh problem but uh <laughs> <laughs> he put some effort into this y'all. yes <laughs> thank you thank you for clarifying but this song is called uh isa zaccio blues by mina ayo <laughs> I am so wild about the bass and the string section. The strings are everything in this song. Oh, man. Are they not? Like, it is so good. It is, like, to me, like, I I feel like this has, like, big spy movie energy to it. You know, it it has both the strings and then it has the guitar that, like, kind of has that muted tone, but then kind of comes in as well. The guitar's, Um, like, super low in the mix for most of it. Yeah. But it does the, like, punctuated things that, like, the punctuated notes that jazz music does, but then he also does these little just flares. Yeah. Exactly. Um, And they're so dope. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Oh, man. And I feel like this song just has a um, sort of a level of mischievousness to it. Like, it is a song that I could see, like, someone sneaking out you know, to this song or other things like that. And so uh, what happens is as Jason Statham is in this airport, I forgot to mention some dude comes up to him and like asks for his autograph, but it's a headshot of the rock. (laughs) 
What, because he's ripped and bald? Well, Hobbs is in Shaw there in the okay, movie. Oh, that's yeah, right, yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. It, but he just sighs and, like, you know, signs in anyway. But there is another man at this airport, and it is this Japanese businessman who's just super nervous, right? Mm-hmm. And he is he is making his way through this airport with both speed and sweat, right? <laughs> he is this guy who is just, like, super nervous, and he has this briefcase that's handcuffed to his wrist, right? Oh, God. And so he is super nervous. He is, like, trying to get through this fucking airport. The briefcase starts leaking water, right? <laughs> and he slips over the... Uh, he slips on the water, and then he falls completely. And he's like, oh, fuck. And he gets he gets himself together, and then he looks down, and the briefcase is open. Uh-oh. And he's like, oh, shit. And he oh, just no. looks around. He looks around this crowded airport, and he finally sees... You know, the thing that came out of the briefcase. It's a little frog. It's a little frog. <laughs> it's a little frog. And he's he's yelling. He's like he's trying to like get there's a massive group of people that are all trying to get like cabs and other things like out yeah, of the yeah, airport. Yeah. And he's like trying to push them. He's trying to get to this frog and he sees the frog sort of look back at him and, it, and then jump into the cab that Jason Statham is in. I love, I love the frog turning back, turning back, and just being like, "Oh, did I do that?" Yeah. <laughs> so the frog jumps into Jason Statham's cab, right? Yeah. Jason Statham does not notice this. He goes all the way to his hotel, unpacks for the night, mm-hmm. and then he finds this frog. Right? This frog just kind of jumps out on his bed, and at first he freaks the fuck out because this is a fucking random ass frog that's now yeah. in his hotel room, and he puts it in a little jar. But have you ever seen that meme where that guy puts a a, a frog in a jar, and then the frog's doing like the peace sign? Oh him? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what this scene is. He he puts the frog in the jar, and then the frog's just super chill the whole time. Oh man, this yeah. is like a this is like a. Well, I don't want to. I don't. I, I don't want to guess and spoil anything. Yeah, but so so he puts this. Uh, 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 you know, frog in the jar for a second he just kind of looks at him and then he just realizes how cool and chill this frog is <laughs> like yeah. this frog is just the best vibe to be around <laughs> so he takes him out of the jar and he puts him on his shoulder <laughs> and then they go into Tokyo and make a day of it <laughs> and that plays my next song which is Say So uh, by uh, Ren Chi It's really fun, dude. Yeah, so uh, this is actually a, a cover of a song that I really love by Doja Cat oh, called okay. Say So, right? But this is like a, uh, a Japanese uh, a version of that song, right? Because mm-hmm. like in my head, I was like, oh, when they're going to Tokyo and, and they're going to like just sort of modern Japan, there should be yeah. a modern sound to it. Yeah, right. as I heard that song, I could perfectly picture just like a shredded dude with a little teeny tiny frog on his yeah. shoulder just like looking at like the neon lights and like the yeah. colors of, and, and the skyscrapers and, exactly. and just, like, just like taking in the city you exactly. know 
exactly. Yeah. And and one thing I love about this this version in particular, it is mm-hmm. very, I feel like, grounded in the culture of Japan mm-hmm. uh, because the way it's mixed. Right. The original version of Say So with Doja Cat, which I do love, has way more bass to it mm-hmm. and has uh, like uh, there's just a, a, div- a different level of mixing. Whereas like this song uh, it removes a bit of the bass. The bass is still present. But what they do add is like this synth in the background that just mm-hmm. kind of like makes it a little bit more warm and like more like breathy in a way. Yeah. And there's also just sort of like a harmony that is in the background as well. That it really isn't in the uh, 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 Doja Cat version. But I, I felt I was like, wow, this is such a it's the it is very much the same song. The like the bass chord beat is still the same, mm-hmm. but because of the subtleties that they did to mix it, it makes it feel completely different. I don't think I've heard the original, but like one thing I will say is like those elements that you talked about that are different are some of the elements that made the song feel very like almost like welcoming. Yeah, for um, sure. It's like it's like that idea of like of like just like being in a new place and being open to explore and seeing new things and just yeah. like kind of feeling like you've got the ability to go out yeah, and do it. You and, know? and you're and having a fun time. Exactly. You yeah, know, you like, and your frog. Yeah, you and your frog are just chilling. <laughs> and and they do do they do all this the fucking so cute, dope. Zach. Yeah. This is so fucking cute. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> they do all the fun stuff. They do like a Sakurai uh, a tea experience. So it's just him and the little frog just like drinking tea. They go to like a sumo wrestling match, you know, like it was just super fun. They go to, uh, they do like Mario Kart in Tokyo where they like rent a couple of go karts and just like, uh, like uh, throw like shells at each other and whatnot. Oh, you know, yeah, what uh, a good time. Uh, Jason Statham is Waluigi and uh, the, the frog is Toad. Um, <laughs> They go to the they naturally. Go, yeah, they go to the robot restaurant. You know, they get <laughs> they do some karaoke. Like they're legit, just having a great time. What in song Japan. does the frog sing? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, that three dog night song. Uh, uh, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good friend, friend of mine. mine. <laughs> uh, so while this is happening on their end, like uh, on the opposite sort of like end the uh japanese businessman who lost the frog uh, goes to this uh yakuza boss <laughs> and explains the situation right he was supposed to deliver this frog to the yakuza boss the yakuza boss is pissed but he doesn't show it uh so he's the yakuza boss yeah so they execute the fucking uh japanese businessman and then he just looks at his henchman and he's like go and get that frog right <laughs> Now the night is winding down for Jason Statham and the frog, right? I, I, Zach, I just, I love Yakuza movies. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> I know you do, bud. So, so they're winding down. They end up at this like hot spring, sort of like day spa sort of situation mm-hmm. where, you know, they're just both chilling. Jason Statham gets up to go grab another bottle of sake. Mm-hmm. But the Yakuza show up <laughs> and they grab the frog. <gasps> And they take him. That fast? And this brings us to our, uh, my next song. I'm so sad. Godfather theme by Kiyohiko Ozaki.
so Zach, I I came to the table with a song about farts. Yeah. And you show up with this like masterpiece that like manages to both be like an incredibly like grand audio experience while still mm-hmm. being like tight and melancholic and yeah. like and like isolating. Exactly. Um, yeah, which I feel like is what like builds to, you know, Jason Statham being like I got to fucking rescue this of course, frog, it's right? It's the big sound of like I need to go do it and it's the melancholy of I lost my frog. Exactly. <laughs> no, it is it is the sense of I have I have I am sad but I know what to do now, you know? Which I mean kind of represents, you know, cuz obvi- like and I didn't know this while listening to the song multiple times this fucking uh-huh. week that it is the theme to the godfather movie that's so dope yeah but even, and that's apropos yeah exactly apropos. because yeah. in in the godfather movie uh al pacino's character does not want to become the the mafia boss but then is kind of put in the situation where he has to be uh-huh. so it's a it's a sad situation but also a i know what i have to do situation right, right? and this song just i mean this guy's fucking album <laughs> this album specifically fucking rips like there's a bunch of amazing songs off this album um most of which i do not know the names of because on spotify they're only in japanese well it's Uh, so funny that was something i was gonna say uh uh when he said it's called the godfather theme i was very surprised uh because just the the out of all of the strings of japanese characters that have been the song song titles so far uh this one is by far the most intricate and the longest yeah so when you said this one's called the godfather theme i said Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, uh, Jason Statham, like he sort of like when he gets back, he, uh, you know, he, he brought a, uh, back another bottle of sake and he's just like, wait, where's my frog friend? And at first he thinks he's like hiding or something. He's like in the water. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he kind of looks around for a second and then he hears shouting outside and he runs out there completely nude. <laughs> he runs out there and he sees a bunch of Yakuza guys on motorcycles peeling out and they have... With them, the little frog in a cage. Oh, so in he a cage? sees, yeah, exactly. So he sees his little frog friend, you know, in a cage, and that's <sighs> and that's when that moment hits where he's like, "I know what I have to do," you yeah. know. And so he he suits up, you know. We do a whole montage to the song of like him fucking getting a bunch of guns and like you know, it takes a fucking Hattori Hanzo sword, you oh, know. Hell yeah, yeah. And so. <laughs> It's literally all just like building, you know, uh, to this moment. And he gets to the Yakuza hideout, you know, uh, which is uh, at the uh, like an old train station that's like been decommissioned. Right. Mm -hmm. And he goes to like, you know, the front entrance and all these Yakuza guys come out. Right. And it launches into this badass action sequence. But the whole point of this movie is this Jason Statham's big vacation. Jason Statham's vacation, baby. So we don't show any of the action. Because he doesn't want to do any of the action, right? Joyce and Statham's big vacation so is all is, about avoiding the action, boy, yeah, boy. So, so the camera shows, like, the shadows of what is happening. <laughs> but we never actually see the carnage and the bullets and the other stuff. We just see, like, we just hear it. We, like, you know, because it, it has that element of, like, your mind makes up worse shit than it actually is. Right, You right. know, uh, so, so he is just fucking going crazy, uh, you know, destroying, you know, this these Yakuza guys. And yeah. this leads into my final song, Love Candle, <laughs> by Ajito and Happy and Blue. <laughs> 
so Zach, while while that song was playing, yeah, I couldn't help but glance over and look at the album art. Yeah, and I don't think this song could have made by anyone else but six Japanese men in white bell-bottom suits. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, it's just it, like uh, uh, like things I wrote down about the song was like uh, a big anime intro vibes. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that, like classic, like sort of like it is light and jazzy and also fucking epic. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like there's there's a certain like motif that like certain Japanese songs can kind of capture in that moment. Absolutely. You know, where it's like it is kind of laid back, it is kind of like chill, but also it has that driving force to they, it. They they capture intensity without needing to be heavy or without needing a lot like they don't need big sound for that yeah. intensity. Right. Well um, even even just the way they do it compositionally with that fucking breakdown. <laughs> that fucking Oh, breakdown where it just has that guitar in it and then it just goes right into the chorus you know uh i i to me it's just it's one of those things where it's just like oh man it really kind of amps you up even yeah. though it's kind of chill oh, it's like very the, chill the the horn so- section <laughs> like you know everything is just it's very chill it's very punctuated but it just has that sort of intensity to it you yeah know? absolutely um so in this in this aspect, uh, Jason Statham gets to the Yakuza boss, and he gets yeah. all the way to his office, Yeah, and he discovers that the Yakuza boss is gone, oh. right? But he sees that the window was open, and the Yakuza boss has run out of the room, right? Oh. Run out of the building. He's now running into this forest area, right? Oh, shit. So Jason Statham, obviously being Jason Statham, he chases after him. The only thing he has in his hands is a katana, right? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. So Jason Statham chases after this Yakuza boss, and the Yakuza boss stops at this pond, right? There's nowhere else for him to run, and he takes out a knife, and he holds it up to the frog. And he's like, if you take one more step closer, I'm going to kill this frog, right? He's holding he's holding a knife to the frog's throat. Yeah, and he's just like <laughs> he's just like croaking, you know, he's just ribbiting, you know? Ribbit. Yeah, and he's like, I'm going to kill this fucking frog. And then Jason Statham's at this point where he's like, I, I, don't, I don't know what to do, right? Like, this is my friend. Yeah. This is my frog friend. Uh, how can I save him, right? Mm-hmm. There's a red dot on the Yakuza boss's head. Mo- seconds later, not even, a, not even a moment passes, a bullet just rips through the Yakuza <laughs> boss's, you know, Sorry. head. <laughs> that was a gross sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> just rips through the Yakuza boss's head, right? Oh, man. And then we see who's holding the gun. It's another frog. Oh, Oh, shit. shit. A bunch of frogs come out. They're all wearing suits. They all have sunglasses on. All of them come up to the frog that, uh, you know, Jason Statham is buddies with. Turns out he's the head of the frog Yakuza. The frog Kuza. (laughs) The frog Kuza. Thank you. So so all the the frog yakuza you know come up to their boss right and uh and then he's just like you know uh, sort of like you know, thank you and all this other. I just stuff. you said thank you and all this other stuff, but you, two different times, Zach, you did finger guns at me during yeah. that. So I'm going to imagine the frog doing finger guns. Yeah, he's doing finger guns. He's like, great, <laughs> great work, everybody. This is why I hired you. You know, this is why you're a part of the the frog kuza. You know, uh, and uh, but there's a moment where they're like, oh yeah, you're gonna come back and run the yakuza, right? And he looks at Jason Statham and he's like, nah, guys. I got a new chapter in my life. <laughs> and he just jumps right on Jason Statham's shoulder. 
Yes. And they leave Japan. And the rest of this is like a post, like a credits montage of Mm -hmm. every movie that Jason Statham is in from this point on. He has a frog with him. But it's very subtle. They hide the, the, you know, in the way that they hide women when they're pregnant in like television shows, they hide the frog. But then like the entire montage is just like them highlighting the frog that's with yeah. Jason Statham the whole time. <laughs> well, and the thing about it is, is the directors are not going to keep the frog from being in the picture because he's just so chill. Yeah, exactly. He's just such a chill guy. Dude, he's just the best vibes to be around. And I, Jason's happy. Jason's back to doing action movies. Oh, I was going to say, I'd like to think that with yeah. the frog, he doesn't need to do action movies anymore. He's, nah. just, he's just chilling. No, nah, no, hell he, yeah. He's, yeah, no, no, no. He's, and he feels satisfied with action movies. Exactly. Oh, that's so good. I'm so happy. Yeah, he's with his buddy now. Oi, brov. Jason Statham. And I just frog. want you to know that I'm happy for you. <laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> Ribbit. <laughs> and that is the end of Jason Statham's Big Vacation. Oh, man, that was great, dude. Uh, oh, we had you, two drastically different approaches on this. Yeah, no, I loved it. And I think they were both really fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, yours was a lot more like heart-wrenching. I was much more emotionally invested in yours. <laughs> um, the one thing that mine, I guess, had was Jason Statham running on all fours like a hound. So. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't sell yourself short. You also had farts. <laughs> um, and Zach, I think that about brings us uh, into our last segment for the night. Yeah, I think so. A little something I've prepared. Yeah. I had a name for it at one point in history, but I don't now. All right, we'll figure it out later. So uh, we'll call it Untitled Document, because that's what the Google document says. <laughs> um, but what I've done here is uh, uh, I have prepared uh, uh, plot summaries for four different films. All right. Two of them are real Jason Statham films. Okay. And two of them were written by Google's Bard AI. Oh, yay. <laughs> Getting the computers. And so, Zach, you have to tell me if this is a real plot synopsis yeah. or... Written by AI. Um, I will say before we get into it, I did control F all character names and replace them with Jason Statham. Perfect. So um, I thought that would make it just uh, a little harder to parse and a little easier to digest. So. I, I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Let's do it. Our first movie synopsis. The movie opens with a scene of, heist, of a high stakes heist. A team of masked gunmen rob a bank, making off with a large sum of money. The police are baffled as the robbers seem to have disappeared into thin air. The next day, Jason Statham, a tough-as-nails detective, is assigned to the case. Mm. He quickly realizes that this is no ordinary heist. The robbers are highly skilled and well-organized. They seem to have inside information about the bank's security. Uh, Statham and his team begin to track down the robbers, but they are always one step behind. The robbers seem to be able to anticipate every move the police make. As the investigation progresses, Statham begins to uncover a dark conspiracy. The robbers are not just after money. They're also something after something much more valuable, something that could change the world. Statham must race against time to stop the robbers before they can carry out their plan. But even if he succeeds, he may not be able to escape the consequences of his actions. Fuck. This movie ends with a thrilling climax as Statham faces off against the leader of the robbers in a deadly showdown. The fate of the world hangs in the balance. Fuck. Part of me wants to think that that is the movie Bank Job. <laughs> but I have not seen Bank Job. 
And the part that the here's the issue that I have that yeah. I was thinking. I was like, man, what does Jason Statham ever play a detective? You know, I'm like he's mostly the guy committing the crimes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, uh, so I'm going to say this one's fake. This one was written by A.I. You are Fuck correct. Yes. You are yes. correct. Oh, yes. I'm so bad at these, so this onto, is nice. On to number two. Yeah, you gotta yeah. win some sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Hey, you did okay at uh, Thorax or Snorlax. Yeah, okay. All right, our second prompt. Jason Statham, the master assassin who faked his death in hopes of putting that part of his life behind him, now lives a quiet life in Rio. But someone who knows who he is shows up and tells him that if he wants to continue living this life, he'll have to do three jobs for someone. Mm. Statham tries to tell them he has the wrong man But they know who he is And if he won't do the job They will take him away He then goes to a resort in Thailand Run by a friend Where he tries to find out who is looking for him Later a woman named Gina shows up Who's looking for medical assistance And his friend can't help but notice There's bruises all over her body He goes and kills the guy she's with He kills the man and then sets fire to the boat that he's on But he sees that Gina has a photo of him He deduces uh, he sees that he, Gina has a photo of Jason Statham. Yes. Um, um, the, the him there was ambiguous, and I didn't yeah, control yeah, yeah. F that one. So yeah, I, I got gotcha. He deduces that uh, the one who wants him sent her. He confronts her, and she admits that she works at the children's shelter in Cambodia, and that someone told her if she didn't do what he said, the children would be endangered. While waiting for the man to come, they get close. And when the man's people come, they grab him. Statham is brought to the man who wants him to do the jobs, but he tells Statham that if he doesn't do it, Gina will be killed. So Statham has no choice but to do it. Fuck. I'm going to say this one's real. This one is real. Fuck yeah. What Can is Can you it? guess? Can you guess? Um, you said it earlier. <laughs> is it bank job? No, 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 no. You said it earlier in the episode. It's, uh, 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 um, is it Parker? No. No, okay. Is it... Um, <laughs> How many Jason Statham movies can you name? <laughs> is it The Mechanic? Mechanic Resurrection, you uh, mean? <laughs> mechanic 2, Resurrection. Yeah, okay, all right. You know what's funny? That one was kind of tough because yeah. of all the different, like, sort of, like, he does this, then she does this, then yeah, he does right? this. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. That one had several reviews on, or several, like, plot summaries on IMDb, and I picked that one because I thought it would be kind of difficult to parse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good on you. Uh, number three. Nothing can prepare a man for the horrors of war. And as Jason Statham, a damaged special forces deserter and now a homeless drug addict, wanders London's bustling streets in complete anonymity, an unexpected discovery will soon help him get back on his feet. Little by little, as Statham uh, struggles to build his shattered life in a stolen identity as an unstoppable Chinese mafia enforcer. The brutal death of a dear friend will inevitably force him to avenge her, mur uh, avenge her murder, dragging him deeper and deeper into the dark world of pain, guilt, and suffering. In the end, do God's plans for redemption include Jason Statham, too? Oh, damn. Uh, this one's tough. This <laughs> one's tough. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this one's AI. This one's real. Fuck, which one? This is a movie called Hummingbird. Ah. And it was uh, renamed at some point to Redemption. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, okay, gotcha. Um, All right, yeah. Yeah, I found it listed under Hummingbird, and then when I clicked on Hummingbird, the link was for a movie called Redemption, and it confused <laughs> me for a minute. <laughs> All right, on to our last one. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Statham stars as a former Special Forces operative who is now living a quiet life in the suburbs. 
but his peaceful existence is shattered when his daughter is kidnapped by a ruthless criminal organization. Statham is forced to come out of retirement to save his daughter, but he quickly finds himself in over his heads. The criminals are well-armed and dangerous, and they are not going to let Statham get away. Statham must use all of his skills and training to track down the criminals and rescue his daughter. But even if he succeeds, he may not be able to save her from the trauma of being kidnapped. This movie ends in a thrilling climax as Jason Statham faces off against their leader and tries to save his daughter. Oh, and the fate of his daughter hangs in the balance. Uh, I'm going to say this one's AI. Yeah. Only because it sounds so much like a Jason Statham movie. The the issue I had and the reason I fumbled a bit at the end there, Zach, was because the last paragraph, the movie ends with a thrilling climax as Statham faces off against the leader of the criminals in a deadly showdown. The faith of Statham's daughter hangs in the balance is almost word for word the exact same as the other one. And I did not realize (laughs) that. Uh, the other one, the other one ends with the movie. The other one, this is how this one ends in comparison. The movie ends with a thrilling climax as Statham faces off against the leader of one of the robbers in a deadly showdown. The fate of the world hangs in the balance. That was almost like as I was reading it, I was like, "Oh shit, this is almost the exact same couple of sentences." Yeah, I just screwed myself. Well, shit, dude, three out of four. You did yeah. this time. Good yeah, job, man. Here's the thing: I know Jason Statham. I know Jason Statham. <laughs> Marshall, great segment. Uh, I'm glad I know a lot about Jason Statham. I think before we uh, jump into our, uh, our our goodbyes, I think someone emailed us. Yeah, yeah. we actually have um, an email from a fan. Oh, nice. Uh, this one's from David. It's titled Episode 20. It says, right. hey guys, huge fan of the podcast. Ah. I once had a friend who went on like a Boy Scouts camping trip, but like no one was paying attention to him, so he like set up his tent on an anthill. So <laughs> overnight while they were sleeping, ant bit every inch of his body. Jeez. He said he literally couldn't open his eyes the next day. Fuck. Also, it is pronounced PayPal. <laughs> Papal. 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 P-A-P-A-L. I'm going to call it PayPal. Oh, for the hat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And that is helpful. All right, that is helpful because this is over text, so you can hear the way I am pronouncing it. (laughs) Uh, Lastly, I just came across this great band, Sayama Bengala. So we'll have to check out Bengala. Yeah, we'll definitely check them out. Thanks for the mail, David. And uh, anyone else who listens to the show, feel free to write in. We love, uh, uh, maybe we'll read it. We love getting feedback from y'all. We love getting playlist ideas. This playlist was actually submitted to us by a fan. Yes. Um, I I meant to mention that at the very start of the episode, and I'm just now realizing. Yeah, we have no. not mentioned it until now. This but, was a playlist suggested by a fan. This is kind of our first one suggested by a fan. Yeah, we were really and, excited and about it. And we had a great time. It, I think we both <laughs> came up with really great playlists for it. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, that is the forehead kiss that puts this episode to bed. Uh, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. We can't thank you enough. Uh, but if you could do us a favor and just follow us on whatever you're listening to this on, uh, whether that's like Spotify or... Um, uh, Podbean or whatever. Uh, if you guys can just give us a uh, a rating, also that would be cool. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you would like to follow us and uh, see upcoming episodes and when they're going to be dropping, uh, you can look us up at Eardrunk on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can also email us uh, Eardrunk at gmail dot com uh, if you have any playlist suggestions, like the one we just did, Jason Statham's Big Vacation. 
or if you, uh, if we fucked up anything. I, I know I fucked up a lot of the pronunciations on the artists uh, that I did, so if you want to let us know how we fucked up, and, and we'll address it. Uh, it uh, much like the word palpal, popal. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I would love to hear how it's actually pronounced, but yeah. over text via email or yeah. tweet. Um. <laughs> if you want to tell us how to pronounce Emperor Palpatine, we, we would love to hear it, but uh, for all of that, uh, you know, you can check us out. You can also check out these playlists uh, by going through the description in this episode. And you can also find a link uh, to the very amazing dude who lets us use his song Lo-Fi off the album We Share a Similar Joy, uh, J.W. Francis. Big thank you to the dude. He lets us use his amazing song. We're so happy that, you know, he's chill enough to let us use it. And all the amazing artists who let us play these songs to show you guys. We, we just want to thank all of you thank you guys for listening uh my name is zach webb and i'm joyce and and have a kick-ass day